Amen, amen, amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We can all say this morning, as David said, Psalms 34, verses 1, 2, and 3, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So come on, people of God, on this great Sunday morning, truly God is worthy to be praised. So let's lift him up and tell him thank you for watching over us during the night and for waking us up this morning. A brand new day for his mercy is new every morning, every morning. Amen. The Lord's mercy is new and surely he's worthy of all the glory and he's worthy of all the praise. And we certainly thank the Lord on today. And I thank you. I thank you for tuning in to the voice of the preacher. I'm Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God, located at 1211 South Miles Avenue, Union City, Tennessee. Certainly, I'm inviting you to come out and worship with us on today. Sunday school will begin at 10 o'clock a.m. And the teacher will be Reverend Tracy Chanel Sims. Morning worship will begin at 1130 a.m. And by this being the fourth Sunday, the youth are in charge. So we have a special speaker on today. Uh, Minister Daphne Lassasona from Jackson, Tennessee will be with us on this morning. So come out, amen, and share Jesus with us. I say it all the time, but I mean it with all my heart because I know it to be true. You won't leave the way you came. In Jesus' name, amen. God's got a blessing for you. Don't miss it. Come on out and receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Now let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you for watching over us as we slept. Thank you for waking us up and starting us on our way this morning. Thanking you, Lord, for a reasonable portion of health and strength. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you because of who you are. You are Elohim, mighty creator. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are Jehovah Nisi, our banner of victory. You are Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals us. You are Jehovah Shalom, the God that gives us peace. Father God, we thank and we praise you on today. We thank you, Lord, for uh, blessing our loved ones and allowing them to yet be in the land of the living. We just thank you, Lord, for things being as well as they are with our soul on today. Father God, praying that you will bless those, that you will touch those that are listening this morning, that not by might or power, but by your Holy Spirit, you will enter into each home that's tuned in on today, Father God, and bless the listeners, Lord, with the needs that they stand in need of. I don't know what they are, but you do, Father. So I lovingly lift each one up to you, Father God, and I ask you to touch them and to heal them everywhere they hurt father i pray father god that those that are sick i know that you are a healer you are jehovah rapha you are the god that heals us you made way for us to be healed by the shedding of your son's blood jesus christ on calvary and the word clearly declares that by his stripes we are healed isaiah 53 and 5 and we thank you lord that uh, Matthew 8 and 17 says that he bore our sicknesses and diseases in his own body, that he carried them far from us, and by his stripes we were healed. Lord, we believe it and we receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. So I speak that that healing that's already been provided, that it be manifested on today in each heart, in each home, God. It doesn't matter 
what the problem is. It doesn't matter what the doctor have said. All that matters is that you have provided the healing that we need. Your grace and your mercy. Lord, you, your grace is sufficient for us. So on today, God, touch the hurting people, Lord, all over the land and country, Father. I lift them up to you on today. I pray for their peace. I pray for their healing. And I pray for their well-being in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, the request on today also is that you will bless the president. President Joe Biden, that you will bless his cabinet, that you will bless those uh, in the chain of command, grant them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as they make the rules and the regulations that we have to live by. And from your word, Father God, you told us to pray for the kings and the princes, and we pray, Lord, for those that are in leadership all over the land and country. You know who they are, and no matter how hard their heart is, no matter how high they may be, glory to God, the king's heart is still in your hand, and you can turn it any way that you will. So, Father God, we're praying, amen, that you will touch them on today, that they will truly know you in the pardon of their sins, Lord, that they can lead us and and return, return back, amen, to the way our ancestors set it up, glory to God, with you being in charge, Father God, and with you, amen, with your word penetrating the hearts and the minds and your spirit directing the people. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus continually for Paul and Diane Tinkle asking that you will continue to bless them, their home, and their loved ones. Continue to bless those that work here at the radio station and those that work in social media, period, Father God, helping to get your word out. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that when we've done all we can do, we want to hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. So, Lord, we pray for those that are backslidden, that they'll turn and come back to you on today. Father God, we pray that those that don't know you yet in the pardon of their sins, that you will turn their stony hearts, Lord, to uh, hearts of clay, that they can receive your word, can receive your witness, Lord, repent, confess their sins, and give their heart to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask it, Father, and when we've done all that we can do in this place, when we have to die and can't live anymore at your word, we pray one day to see your face in peace and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. That is our prayer our aim and our goal, not only today, but always and forever. And we say, thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Now, if you pray that prayer with me and I feel that you did, I certainly thank God because we know that there is strength in numbers and the word of God says in Matthew 19, that if any two of us agree is touching anything upon the earth or whatever we ask, amen, it will be given to us and that the Lord is in the midst. So I feel like, amen, that the Lord indeed heard and answer those prayers on today. I trust the Lord with all my heart. I have no other desire, <clears throat> excuse me, than to serve the Lord. To serve the Lord and to do what he would have me to do. Glory to God. Obedience is yet still better than sacrifice. Amen and amen on today. Okay, glory to God. We're going to look at a scripture this morning. If you would please uh, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Okay, I'll give you the uh, the scriptures, our background scriptures, and the ones that we'll look at this morning, as far as I know. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. James chapter 4, verse 7. And our background will come from Genesis chapter 39, verses 7 through 12. Okay, and we're going to talk about 
temptation on our uh, text this morning to be yield not to temptation. Yield not to temptation. Amen. Y'all remember that song we used to sing and maybe a lot of people still do that says yield not to temptation for to yield is to sin. Uh, that's what we're talking about on today. And we'll read the scripture. Praise God. From 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. And it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bury it. Amen. That you will be able to bury it. Amen. Tell someone, yield not, yield not to temptation. Okay. Or you may subtitle and say it ain't new because it's you. Why? Because the word says that no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. So, you know, it. I, that's why I said it ain't new because it's you. Glory to God. It's common. The word tells us that it is common for mankind to be tempted. To have temptations in their life. But it also says that God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able to bear. He, 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 You can bear it. Glory to God. The temptation. Our temptation is sifted. Glory to God. Amen. God uh, allows the enemy to tempt us. And allows us to be tempted. But there's a limit. Amen. To it. Glory to God. But also with the temptation. He'll make a way of escape that you may, amen, indeed be able to bear it. Glory to God. Uh, temptation in the biblical sense is defined as a situation which one experienced a challenge to choose between fidelity and infidelity uh, to your obligations toward God. Okay, temptation is uh, being in a situation where you are challenged to choose between fidelity. Okay, fidelity is is devotion to your duties, obligations, and faithfulness, okay? Where you'll be tempted to see if you're going to remain faithful, if you're going to fulfill your obligations to the Lord. Glory to God. That's why temptation come. And infidelity is is uh, just being unfaithful. It's being unfaithful. So which are you on today? Are you faithful or are you unfaithful? Uh, to, amen, to your obligations to the Lord. I don't know whether you ever thought about it or not, but you might have along the way. I surely have thought, Lord, you know, why am I having to deal with this? Or why am I having to deal with that? Glory to God. You may wonder why, amen, temptation come. And it's to test you. It's to try you to see if you mean what you said. To see, amen, if you're going to stand faithful and ready, amen, to do what you said you're going to do, glory to God. Amen. That's what we're looking for. I sing a song, a song uh, quite often, and it says, I'm going to do what the Lord said do. If I don't have a friend in the whole wide world, I'm going to do what the Lord says do. And that has to be you this morning. That has to be uh, everyone else on today, glory to God, that has signed on with Jesus, glory to God. We have to be determined in our spirit, mind, soul, and body to do what the Lord say do. We may lose some along the way. People may refuse to socialize with you or even to accept you. But the fact of the matter is you aren't here to prove yourself faithful to man. You're here to prove yourself faithful to God. And because he chooses faithfulness, because he's faithful, okay? What the word say, God is faithful, amen. So, then because he is faithful, it's in our text, but God is 
faithful, okay? Right after he says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is coming to man, but, tell somebody, but, amen, but God, amen, is faithful. Why? Because with that temptation, he'll make a way, glory to God, to escape, glory to God. That's what it says. Now, the way of escape, it does does not it doesn't lead us to a place to where uh, we escape temptation altogether. There'll always be temptations. God will always try us, glory to God, in different aspects of life. But the way of escape leads us to a place where we may be able, amen, we may be able to bear it. Praise God. So God is so faithful that when he allows the enemy to tempt us, that when we have temptations come upon us, the way is already made for us to escape it. Glory to God. We simply have to look for it and we have to choose to take it. He won't force his way on us. Glory to God. But we have to make up our mind that once we see the way to escape the temptation, that we will indeed do what? Take the way that God has made. Ain't God good? Go on and tell somebody God is good all the time and all the time God is good because he leads us to that place where we can escape whatever temptation we're being tempted with. So to be tempted is not sin. You may feel like it is. It isn't. To be tempted is not sin, but to entertain in your mind, to entertain it, glory to God, then to then to surrender to it. That's when sin comes in. You, I say it all the time. You can't help what you think, but you can't help how long you think it. Glory to God. So it isn't a sin to think it. Glory to God. It's a sin to dwell on it. We can't help the thoughts that come into our mind. We simply can help how long we allow them to remain there. And oftentimes, the longer you think on something that's forbidden, the longer, longer you think on it and you sit and you think. See, you have to think a thing before you do a thing, in other words. So the longer you think on a thing and dwell on a subject in your mind, then the more it gets into your spirit and it gets into your heart. So that's why we have to renew our minds, amen, with the word of God and why we have the ability to cast uh, unclean thoughts, no matter what they are, we can send them back to where they came from, glory to God, and let the mind be in us. The word of God tells us to let the same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians 2 and 5, glory to God. So we can renew our mind. We can help what will pop up in our minds, but we can't help how long we leave it there. So it's when we entertain it, glory to God, when we entertain the temptation or surrender to it, that's when it becomes sin, glory to God. God limit. aren't you glad this morning that God limits our temptations and he provides a way for us to escape it? It's just up to us, amen, to take it. And when we don't take it, glory to God, a lot of times we want to get disgruntled. A lot of times we want to blame uh, uh, somebody, Peter, James, John, somebody for it. When actually, amen, when you, it's you, it's a one-on-one -on -one thing. You make up your own mind. No one force you to. When you yield to temptation, glory to God, you have to suffer the consequences for it. Praise God. But it's your choice. God will not make you take the way that he's already prepared for you. What he did was he laid down uh, exit stage left. Glory to God. Then you got to go left and not right. He laid down a man right and you got to go right rather than go left. Glory to God. So sometimes you simply have to turn away and Go the way that you came in, leaving, running 
from temptation. If you resist temptation, what will it do? The word of God, James 4 and 7 says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you, glory to God, because he is the tempter and he is the thief that came to steal, kill, and to destroy, glory to God. So when you resist the temptation, amen, you're doing exactly what the Lord wants you to do. And when you flee, when you run as fast as you can, getting away from it, glory to God, then also you're doing exactly what the Lord wants you to do. Uh, background scripture is coming from Genesis on this morning. Glory to God. Genesis chapter 39. Praise God. Verses 7 through 12. And I want to read it to you. Praise God. Uh, it says, and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, lie with me. Now, here's the temptation right here. Lie with me. Potiphar's wife, he wanted, wanted uh, Joseph. A man had been in captivity. His brothers had sold him into bondage to get rid of him. You know the story, praise God. And if you don't, then glory to God. You can go to the book of Genesis and start reading a man about Joseph. But Potiphar's wife is saying, come. She wants him to lie with her, to commit adultery with her. But he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is uh." what is with me in the house and he has committed all that he has to my hand there is no one greater in this house than i nor has he kept back anything from me but you because you are his wife how then can i do this great wickedness and sin against god so it was as she spoke to joseph day by day that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her but it happened about this time when joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside that she called him by his garment saying lie with me but he left his garment in her hand and fled and run outside now what did i say glory to god therefore submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you glory to god james 4 and 7 joseph resisted amen the temptation glory to god and it made her mad she accused him of ill behavior but he did not do it and look how often he had to do it it says the uh text says day by day day by day she tried to get joseph to lie with her she tried to get joseph amen to commit adultery with her but him being a man of integrity glory to god he knew praise god he understood uh, what his duties were. He even named them to her and told him that her husband had put so much confidence in him, in him that he had left his whole household, everything that he owned, he had left in uh, Joseph's hands for Joseph to oversee. He trusted him just like that. And Joseph said, I won't do this thing. I will not do it. He's left me everything except you. And that's because you are his wife. You're the one thing that I am not to touch. You're the one thing that I have no control over. And being a man of fidelity and being a man, glory to God, that was faithful to his duties, Joseph ran. He turned and he fled from her, glory to God. When no one was in the house but them, glory to God. He could have taken advantage of that, but because of his love for God and because he was an upright man, glory to God, he turned and he ran from her, but she grabbed hold. She had hold of his garment. So what did he do? He shucked it. He shucked it. She had hold, amen, to his outer garment. He let her have it. He fled. The word of God says he fled, glory to God, and he ran outside, praise God. And see, that was the way of escape 
that God had made for him. No, dear hearts, you won't ever reach a point in your life to where his temptation won't come. But each time you resist the devil, amen, the more you resist him, the more he will flee from you. Glory to God. But he's going to come with his temptations to see, amen, if he can get you to go against to go against God. If he can get you to care more about yourself and what you want rather than what God wants for you. Glory to God. Amen. Day after day, Joseph wasn't the type man that leaned on the excuse as people will say, as men will say, a man's got to do what a man's got to do and chalk that up to being a man. No, he knew that a man, woman, boy, girl, whoever you are, wherever you are in Christ, you have to resist temptation, not dwell on it, but resist it, glory to God, and it'll leave you, it will leave you, you resist temptation, it will leave you, you resist temptation, and sometimes it may mean running, running for your life, we sing a song, I'm running for my life, if anybody asks you, what's the matter with me, just tell them I am saved, I'm sanctified, I'm Holy Ghost filled, I'm fire baptized, and I'm running, amen, for my life, I'm running for Jesus, and I won't turn back. Glory to God. I will not yield to temptation. Glory to God. There's nothing new under the sun. Glory to God. So we all will be tempted, but we have to have the mentality that Joseph had. We have the integrity that Joseph had. Glory to God. To be faithful. Amen to the Lord. Is that you? Amen on today. Are you being faithful? Amen to the Lord. God limits our temptation and he provides a way to escape it. But it's up to us to do what? To take the way that he has made. Glory to God. Uh, Satan would destroy us in a, in a minute if he could. But the Lord won't let him do it. Remember, he wanted to destroy Job. Job 1, read Job 1, chapter 1, verses 6 through, uh, 6 through 12. Uh, Satan wanted to destroy Job. Glory to God. But God, amen, would not allow him to touch his life, praise God. And then in Luke 22 and 31, he wanted to destroy Peter. God, uh, Jesus told Peter, he said, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as weak. But Jesus said, I prayed for you. I have prayed for you, glory to God. So even though the enemy had asked to have Peter, that he may sift him as weak, glory to God. He said, I prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. And notice that Peter did indeed, even though he felt like at the time that he would not fail the Lord, that he was going to be faithful to the Lord and that he would never deny the Lord. Well, God, God let him know. Jesus let him know that Satan has even had the nerve to ask me that he may sift you as wheat. He said, but I have prayed for you. And then he said, look at what he said. Glory to God. I'm reading right now. I'm in Luke. Um, praise God, Luke chapter, um, praise God, Luke chapter, let me find it again, I just flipped from it, amen, anyway, I'm in Luke, a glory to God, chapter 22, and I was reading, amen, from verse uh, 33, verse 30, 31, glory to God, and the Lord said, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat, now he had the nerve to ask for, for Simon to sift him as wheat, Jesus refused him. He said, but I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. I said, Jesus said he prayed for me. He didn't say that he wouldn't allow it. I, I always felt like that. He told him, no, you can't sift him this week, that you can't tempt him in this way. 
but he didn't. The word of God says that Jesus said, I prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Where did Peter go? Well, after he denied the Lord, when uh, when they had taken him in the garden and Peter denied him, glory to God. Then Peter was broken. He was just heartbroken, praise God. And he uh, went away mentally, praise God. He was so beat down, but the Lord restored him in John chapter 21. The Lord restored him. That's why he said, when you return to me, Peter and the rest of them had gone fishing, glory to God, after the Lord had been crucified, praise God, but then they returned. Amen. They returned. Why? Because once the Lord began to work in you, he won't, he will not leave it alone, glory to God. He will not leave you alone, glory to God. So God will give you the strength that whatever the temptation is, he gives you the strength, amen, to take the way that he has made for you to escape it. The problem is a lot of times we don't look for the way. We don't look for the way to get out of it. Why? Because one temptation always look good. It always look good. It is always something that you want or something that you desire. Glory to God that you're not supposed to have. Amen. There's always a but in it. And if you would stop and look at the but, glory to God, before uh, you enter into temptation. And if you lean, rely, and depend on God's word, if you'll be faithful, amen, to the Lord, he will be faithful to you. Temptation comes to test your faithfulness, amen, to God. Are you more faithful to God than you are to yourself? Are you more faithful to God than you are to mankind, to somebody else? Glory to God. I mean, you know, the word of God says, and I believe Peter said, it is better for us to obey God than to obey man. Sometimes, amen, we're put to a test like that. Sometimes it may be someone on your job. It could be a group leader. It could be a supervisor that will tempt you, amen, to do something or to say something, amen, that is not Christ-like. Glory to God that the Lord would not have you to do as a matter of fact, if you did it, it would be sin for you to do it. Amen. We have to face our challenges and realize that there is a way that has been made for us to escape and we have to take the escape that the Lord has made with that temptation. What would be one such temptation? A lot of times, amen, for the men and women of God, the temptation is to do what? Forsake Sunday, forsake your Sunday service and work, not because you have to, but because you're going to get time and a half and the money will look good. What decision, amen, will you make? Will you choose, amen, money over your service and over your faithfulness to God? I don't think so. Not if we want to please God, amen, but we'll have that test. Tests will come. Trials will come. Temptation, glory to God, will come. But if we're in it, God is in it. And he will indeed make a way for us to escape when we are tempted. Joseph could have lain with Potiphar's wife. He had the opportunity. She didn't just ask one time. And it says, glory to God, that Joseph was good looking. He was good looking, good looking, amen. And he, he was well built, glory to God, amen. And of course, he got her attention. She looked, she wanted, she desired, my Lord. And she felt that she could have and she should have. But Joseph, amen, was the wrong one to mess with because he was solid as a rock, amen, in the ways of the Lord. How about you on today? Are you solid? Are you rock solid in the vows that you've made to the Lord? Glory to God. Will you stand, amen, holy ground when temptation comes your way? It's up to you, but you do have a choice and realize that God has already made a way for you to escape. So you don't have to yield, amen, to temptation, amen. It is a new, there's nothing common under the sun. But with the temptation comes the way to get out of it and to continue, amen, to grow in the Lord. Tell somebody the way is already made. All you have to do is be men and women 
of integrity. Glory to God. Just because you're faced with it does not mean you have to accept it. Glory to God. God won't melt it and pour it on you. You have to take it. You have to choose. There's always choices to be made and you have to choose. Glory to God. To resist temptation, to flee temptation. Glory to God. And God has made a way regardless as to what it is. God has already made the way for you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody need to shout this morning. Glory to God. God is faithful. That's what the text said in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. But God is faithful. Don't think it's new because it's you. Temptation will come, but God is faithful. He's right there. And the way to resist it, the way to get away from it has already been made. Make sure, glory to God, that you take it on today. Glory to God. Yield not to temptation for yielding is sin. You may think it. You can't help what you think about doing or not doing, but you can't help how long you think it, glory to God. To think it, it is not sin. But to dwell on it and to plan it out in your mind, glory to God, and then to carry through with it, that's where the sin comes in. God has made a way, praise God, amen. God has made a way for us to not to yield to temptation. And it may be hard, no doubt, Joseph being a man, amen, and having to face Potiphar's wife every day, and every day she was coming at him, every day she was after him, every day she planned, amen, to have him in her bed while her husband was gone. But Joseph chose, amen, to run. And these days, men would make fun of that. They would make fun of that, and they would, would call him a whip, glory to God. They would call him a jellyfish, call him a whip, glory to God. Man, if that was me. But the fact of the matter is, it was not them, it was him, praise God, and he chose the way of escape that God had made. He ran off and left, amen, a piece of his clothing is out of a garment in her hand, and she used it against him to lie and say that he had uh, tried to put himself on her. Joseph ended up in prison for it, glory to God, but he had a clear conscience that he had done the right thing, glory to God, and the Lord, amen, rewarded him for it, but truly you will receive your reward, but you have to stand your ground when the enemy comes after you with temptation. He tempted Jesus. He tempted Jesus. Jesus did not yield to temptation. He tempted uh, Joseph. Joseph did not yield to temptation. He will tempt you. Yield not, my brothers and my sister, yield not to temptation. Glory to God. Amen. Yield not to temptation. Praise God. Now, that's the word of God for the people of God on today. Glory be to God. Have a great week in Jesus. This indeed is Apostle Barbara Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God, 1211 South Miles Avenue, yet inviting you to come and enjoy a worship experience with us. You will not leave the way you came in Jesus' name. Service time, 1130 a.m. Sunday school is at 10 a.m. And everyone, glory to God, is welcome. God bless you. God keep you. I love you and God loves you too. Have a great week in Jesus. And the church said on this morning, amen and amen.